Hey everyone, welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. Guys, doesn't my voice sound like I'm back? I'm like, as I'm saying that intro, I'm like, oh shit, I'm back. The Gemini Queen is back. If you guys have been listening for a while, but for anyone new, tuning in a couple weeks ago when Saturn moved into Pisces, conjunct my natal Mars in Pisces, and then the Sun moved into Gemini, conjunct my natal Sun in Gemini, I got like stopped. So like my whole life stopped and I just went into like a lost little, felt kind of like a Saturn Pisces world. And you know, like I had said on the last few episodes, I just let that emotions, that energy flow. I surrendered to the universe slowing me down. And I know, you know, I've been studying these cycles of life for a long time that eventually it will turn around. And this last week, especially this last weekend, I'm like, okay, I'm back. The bitch is back. <laughs> I want to remind everyone to please follow me on social media. It is Cosmic Colleen One C in the middle. I will have no other accounts. I'll let you know if I do. Hopefully, I don't need to say this anymore. It's been this. It's been pretty good. I didn't hear of any hacker accounts this week uh, from me. So just to remind everyone, I will never DM you for reading. I was talking to one of my hair clients this week. He came in for a haircut, and he said on TikTok. Remember, they took over on TikTok and on. On Instagram uh, when they had DM'd him trying to be me he had said well how do I know you and then they stopped <laughs> so that's always a good thing again I'll let you guys know on here if I ever make another social media but for some reason if you actually believe that'd be me ask a code question like that or anyone else that you follow online that you know if you get like a, a scammer DM like they say hey I made a new Instagram or Facebook have the ask them say how do I know you before that and I guarantee you you'll find out that they're a scammer but um, the reason why you want to follow me on social media is because I sit um, every week I sit in silence I meditate and then I write out the astrology for the week and what is channeled to me during that moment but when I'm living these astrology transits with my clients with myself with my kids more comes to me. So then I ended up posting that on social media. So just want to remind everyone of that. Yesterday, I wrote my notes in the most beautiful, peaceful way, my favorite way. I was down at my friend's shore house and I woke up early. I was on the top floor, went out on the balcony and sat, meditated and wrote all these. So I'm feeling really good about this week in general um, and June's astrology of the month. And one more little announcement, make sure um, or not make sure, <laughs> like, oh, you have to. No, if you guys could, the best way to support this podcast is by rating it, reviewing it, subscribing it, and sending it to a friend. That is all I have said for many years, asked for nothing else, and that has been the single most reason that this podcast has been growing, and you guys keep doing that every week for me, and I love you guys and appreciate you guys, and this show would not be here if it wasn't for you. Okay, so last, you know, this past weekend we had the full moon in Sagittarius going opposite the sun in Gemini. Um, you know, it was intense, but what I noticed for myself and other people, you know, I did last week's episode on it, but what I noticed is um, there was a level of detachment uh, from people's feelings or what was happening around them or what was really bothering them. And detachment is very much a Sag mutable. It's actually all mutable energy, but especially Sag and Gemini, um, each mutable sign detaches in different ways. 
But Sag and Gemini sort of detach uh, in deeper emotions. Like they detach from those deeper emotions, right? They say, oh, you know what? We're not going to go there. We're not going to acknowledge those moments. Or that's dead to me. On to the next thing. Let me go see my friends. So this week, uh, you might have some of your emotions catch up to you from last week. Some of the emotions, good and bad, that you sort of avoided in that Gemini Sag access may pop up this week and I just want to remind you guys that and then if you remember the moon was squared Saturn and Pisces mutable energy detaches but it detaches from life <laughs> like if it gets in a hard place it detaches from everything around them but stays in the sorrow right Gemini and Sag they detach but they they want to stay busy they want to stay distracted so they just detach differently from from that and Virgo uh, like sort of mentally detaches and then try and detaches through like controlling their mind from that detachment and and saying everything in their mind they need to to either turn someone into the enemy or make that the end game or figure out like just make their ending comfortable um a little mutable sign <laughs> um education right there so let's get into this week's astrology transits monday which is today venus enters leo and it goes opposite pluto and aquarius but pluto is also moving into um well, next week it moves back into Capricorn and talk, but it goes opposite Pluto in Aquarius. Friday, we got Mercury sextile Neptune. Sunday, Pluto retrograde moves back into Cap. Mercury moves into Gemini. And when those are happening around the same time, Mercury will trine Pluto. And then Venus and Leo will swear Jupiter on Sunday. So this week, is we're starting the week out with pretty easy energy. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about first Venus entering Leo. So Venus will enter Leo. And it's going to retrograde here. So Venus is going to be in Leo for a little bit of time. It's not retrograding yet. The retrograde will not begin until July 22nd and go till September 3rd. So, but we're going to get a little bit of a preview. And it will be co-present with Mars. Right now that it entered Leo, it started to begin um, being co-present with Mars. So now they're both working together in Leo's energy. However, um, it won't be really conjunct until July 10th with that. So if we remember the last Venus retrograde was the end of 2021 uh, into the beginning of 2022. And that retrograde was in Capricorn. So Oh my gosh, what is that? I guess 18 months ago now? Yeah, because it's around every 18 months that Venus goes retrograde. And it's it's interesting because they are two opposite signs. You have it Leo in the sun sign. And then 18 months ago, it was in Capricorn, which is much darker and deeper uh, Saturn sign. So then we sort of, if you guys remember, we did a lot of like inner child work. There was a lot of inner child shit that got brought up, family shit that got brought up, family like patterns and stuff like that, uh, that got brought up. Now this with Venus enters Leo, it's much different. And when we look to the sun, we look at our ego. So there's going to be a lot around ego for good and bad, right? Ego is not something that dissipates. Ego is something that is actually quite important that is there. But it does cause us itch issues, right? Like every polarity in life, there's light and there's a dark. And so with the ego, we need it, but sometimes we can go a little extreme with it and we need our ego checks. And then sometimes we need a little bit more ego. We need an ego boost, right? So life is sort of like this balance between ego checks and ego boosts. And we're definitely gonna be getting a lot of that with this Venus and Leo and then Venus retrograde. A lot of Venus, a lot of Leo energy. So. 
Venus entering Leo right away is going to be a very prideful energy, again, for good or for bad. Uh, there can be pride in how you present yourself. Maybe you want to show off a little like, hey, look at me. I look sexy, which I think we can all use a little bit of that energy. If you know me, you know, I love a good, uh, hey, here I am. I look good. I think that the world has gotten it a little bit confused. You know, um, it's not narcissism. That's much different. That's a much psychological, emotional thing. Maybe a little it's vanity, but we need a little vanity. I hate that in society we tell people love yourself, love yourself. You need to love yourself more than anyone else loves yourself. You hear that message time and time again, be confident, all these things. And then the minute I see it too many times, someone presents themselves outwardly and said like, whether it's a picture, whether they walk into a room looking totally like a, a 10 out of 10, however that is like, or they even acknowledge like, thanks. Yeah, I do look good. They're torn down right? That it's like, oh, look at her. She's so conceited. She must need so much help. Look at her. She, no one must love her. I can't believe she did that. So I hope, and maybe it will happen with Leo with this retrograde, that as a collective, as a personal, that we, that we start tearing those images, tearing those ideas, tearing those constructs down, right? Um, because we all need to, and I think the world would be happier if we all did have a little bit of that ego, that Leo ego pride in us, a little bit of like that confidence. And if you find yourself, right, because it's usually a reflection, like being jealous and saying, oh, look at her just trying to show off. What are you projecting to the world, right? You are actually telling the universe, like, you can't look like that. You don't want to look like that. Your own security, your own insecurities or are being presented out. So if that comes to your mind, I challenge you to work on yourself and that will, that will shift you into new energy and say, you know, if you catch yourself saying that, stop and change your thought and say, wow, she looks beautiful. He looks beautiful. They look beautiful. And I can look like that too. Or maybe you don't, you don't want to have a certain style, but you can still appreciate the other person. Um, and for you, if you are struggling with that confidence, I challenge you to go find your best alpha that makes you feel the best. Put that on. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I look good. I look really good. Um, even you could do it naked. I like to do that sometimes. I look at my naked, at my flaws, and I'll still force myself. And it's got much easier to say, damn, you look beautiful. You look good. So I challenge you to do that and take on a little bit of that ego pride energy. Now, on the other side of that coin, with Mars being co-present, because there's two sides to this, there can be a little ego suffering with vanity or beauty that can present itself. So on the other side of that coin, Maybe if you are someone who is constantly presenting yourself outward for that outside validation, you might realize that that's running out. It's not satisfying anymore, that you're chasing something over and over and over again. And you're like, wow, I need to get a little more self-love, but in a, a more secluded way instead of these outside validations. Um, I need to sit with myself. I need to figure out why I'm low self-confidence. I need to work on my mindset, get out of loops, get out of those things that I tell myself. So there's two sides to every coin. Like I said, we can get a little bit with this add up and tone up a little bit of that 
Leo vanity, and then we can also see where it's detrimental to us as well. And again, if you're constantly seeking outside validation time and time again without really seeking it internally, um, that will help be presented yourself. You'll be tired, you'll be over it, you'll be unsatisfied, right? Leo, it's the lion, so when it's not satisfied, it roars, and, and you can't not look at that. So if you lack self-love, it will show its head around this time, especially when um, Mars conjoins. I think that's gonna be really powerful with Mars and Venus conjoining and then the Venus retrograde. So at the beginning of Venus entering Leo, you're gonna get, like I said, presented with this awareness about it. And then the shifts, the change and the cycles will really happen when Mercury retrograde. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm so used to saying Mercury retrograde. When Venus retrogrades, you'll get a little bit more about that. Um, and also you're gonna have questions about what kinds of things hold you back because you don't believe in yourself. Uh, what negative ways, I already talked about that, did you seek attention? But let's go back to what kind of things held you back because you don't believe in yourself. You know, there's so many times in myself included, I know I have done this many times, I know most people in my life have done this, that you held yourself back from greatness. You held yourself back from shine, from elevating, from aligning, because deep down you do not believe in yourself. And I say this probably on every episode, you gotta work out your mind as hard as you work out your body. And I feel as though uh, during this time, Mercury went or Leo when all of this is happening in July, at the end of July around that time. And so we're really gonna be working on our mindset then and really going deep down into our mind and changing that because that's where the power lies. The power lies in changing our mindset and it begins with a daily practice. Just like meditation, just like working out, just like eating healthy, there's also these like, affirmations or changing the way you feel it, changing the way you think about yourself, which will change the way you feel about yourself. Um, and starting this transit out when it goes opposite in Pluto and Aquarius, which is, it's going to be fast, you know, having Venus move. It's really, we're going to be feeling it a day or two probably. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to feel good. You know, with Pluto, there's this cathartic feeling, but there's also this like power um, within yourself that comes out of nowhere and power with endings. And I think having some lighter transits right now, the sun and Gemini, things like that happening, letting go of your people pleasing way. Um, and almost not really feeling that like, that much about love, meaning not cathartic about love, but almost feeling like, oh, you know what? I don't even need to worry about that right now. Why am I stressing my life going time and time again about all these worries that are actually dimming my light? So that kind of energy will be played out in these next two days. Now, um, you know, and also one of the things with that could come up is, and you know, when I say negative, you know, it's just kind of a word, it's just a lower vibrational energy. I mean like not believing in yourself unless when I like I was talking about earlier, unless that booty call, right? We all have like a booty we all have had <laughs> a booty call and or we have at least tied our self-worth to a booty call at one point in our life. You know, I know in my early twenties I was definitely way more guilty of that. Um I've I've come a long way from that. But um you know when that booty call chooch finally reaches out and says something like, uh hey, you're pretty. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, I am pretty. He gave me that value. I can, I can, I can. That's the negative stuff that's going to be coming up. And you're not going to feel right about it. And I think with the power, with this happening, and the what you're going to start to see is like, you know what? 
I don't care. It doesn't even matter that he tells me I'm pretty. It doesn't even matter. None of that matters. That uh, he doesn't matter or she doesn't matter. And now I'm going to finally believe it in myself and really find that uh, self-love beauty energy that you hold. So again, this energy will make itself known. Uh, the self-validation, the outside validation, the materialistic realm, that will all be known. And also, here's another thing that's going to be really coming up with this long transit of Venus and Leo, is if you tend to be judgmental of people for materialistic things, um, you don't get to know people because of they don't meet a quite a, a status, you could say, or they don't have certain things or you're attracted to people only because of their material wealth or the material things. You will be presented again with another test of ego within yourself. And that might come with you all of a sudden are in a group of people and you're like, what am I doing here? I don't even want to belong here. Like our, our values, our spirit does not align anymore or uh, you might just face that judgment yourself in some way and really see how that feels. What we put out there, we receive back. Um, so again, lots of ego checks and uh, and we're going to be seeing that a little bit in the collective in today's world uh, because we are none of the material. And, and I love material things. Please, you know me, I love things. But I've learned many times over the years, especially 10 years ago in my addiction in my 20s when I've lost everything, is like I can live without anything. And I don't hold, I hold true detachment to my material realm. So that's why I like to say you can like material things, you can want material things, you can want to manifest those things, but how attached are you? How much of your own soul do you hold to those? And this can be a practice in really detaching from the material. Like I always say, I want so much, but I'm also, I promise you, my soul is still the same that if I lost it all tomorrow, I would figure it out and be happy without it. And we have to learn how to get to that mental discipline of detachment, <laughs> not just with the material realm, with pretty much everything, because we are spirit, we are soul. When we popped here um, as a human hundreds of thousands of years ago, we didn't have any of this stuff. You know, we were naked. We probably had to make our own clothing. And then we had to, you know, our most material possession was like some animal we were, we killed to eat. So we need to go back to that when it comes to the detachment of the material realm and stop holding our personal soul value to those material realms. And our destructive love patterns can also be front and center. And they, again, will be highlighted with this retrograde. Whew. That's a lot. So you guys will get an idea. Again, I'll be updating you with Venus and Leo when the retrograde happens, when it hits other major aspects, we will be following along because this is going to be the summer, pretty much the summer of Venus and Leo and um, retrograde. So we will definitely be ended to early fall, really, actually. So it's going to be a long transit. But those are going to be the themes of this long transit transit. For me, it's happened in my 12th house. Luckily, I don't have any planets in my 12th house and I have a well-placed Saturn, but I am a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit, I hate 12th house uh, transits. I do. I mean, I luckily, again, it's a little bit harder for people who have a ton of planets in the 12th house, but it's it's the plan, It's the house of the subconscious, of the unseen, of hidden enemies, of hidden things. So uh, I always hate, I don't hate it. See, I, see, look, I'm already putting myself in the fear base. It's going to be good. Obviously, I think I'm going to end up seeing some ego lessons that I didn't see coming when it happens at 12th house, something along those lines. 
Um, okay, so on Sunday, though, Venus will square Jupiter for the first time, and we can feel really stuck in our mindset uh, and feelings because of a shift. So, uh, you know, when it comes to Venus, we look at our love, home, family, creations. And having it in Leo is a, and Jupiter and Taurus is a very fixed energy. So fixed energy, when the plan goes haywire, it doesn't change. When they have, like, they don't change, they don't want to change and they're not comfortable in that change. Uh, when they have an idea, there's no other idea. There's no other way to shift out of this idea. That is all there is. So with that fixed energy, it can be a little tough. So you might feel with this energy, um, to give a good example, you know, I like to give those examples. Think about when you were little, a little kid, or maybe it was a sibling you had or a neighbor you had, um, it, you know, someone with a little more fixed energy, if that isn't you. And you had your heart set on going to an ice cream place after a holiday dinner, you know, that you always do. And your parents say, no, we're not going there. We're going to go somewhere else. And then you get so mad, right? <laughs> Crying and whining and, and really like it's the end of the world. There can't be anything greater than this place that we go to every, every year as a family. Like, how are you shifting the plan? This is what we do every time. And nothing else past that is going to be as good. Nothing is going to match that good. Uh, so very stubborn in that way. And so that's how the energy, obviously not with, I mean, maybe with ice cream and family somewhat, but you get the point I'm talking about just to describe that fixed energy. So when it comes to our family, emotions, love, or home, there can be the similar, like, no, there's nothing past this idea. What do you mean? This is what we always do. And you're going to have to really shift out of that. So now with the Jupiter, right? Jupiter, we we share our wisdom and then we and we gain our wisdom. So you're going to be gaining wisdom here and you'll eventually give in and then you begrudgingly because fixed energy loves to give in begrudgingly. But then at the end and maybe right then and there or a few days later, you're going to be filled with the wisdom and saying, "Oh, <laughs> I guess it's okay to switch out of that mindset. Oh, I guess it's okay to do something different. Oh, it's I guess it's okay if the plan changed or didn't go the way I thought it would go. Um, so again, it's going to be tough, but really like accept the flow because accepting that flow is going to allow you to accept the flow of the universe, which is all it really is and make shifts and new things come and new things get triggered in a beautiful way. When we let go of like that stubborn energy that we refuse to let go of. Okay, let's go for the rest of the weekend. Not too much. That was really the main bit of this episode. Um, on Friday, Mercury will be sextiling Neptune. It's going to be really a quick transit. We're going to be feeling it probably late Thursday night into Saturday morning. So really Friday, that 24 hours will be the most. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be lighthearted and fun. Uh, having a really cool dream that brings the feeling of a spirit guide uh, message. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I, I woke up and someone gave me this message in my dream or a hawk came to my dream or my dad came to my, I've had my dad come to my dreams over the years throughout that and, and brought this message of hope or, or just this message of some sort of cool otherworldly connection or feeling. Uh, seeing the truth in someone's words, which always happens with Neptune, but sextiling is like nice. And you can healthily, healthily, is that the word, detach from what they say or have said. Um, and not, not rely on the word, but on what they had said, but still like in a healthy way, detach and say, okay, that's great. Thank you. And I'll just detach from that and, and not put any expectations. 
And just like dree- deep, dreamy conversations with a friend. This weekend, I was with a bunch of my friends in the in the group. I do a lot of the you know moon stuff with, and we've been doing retreat stuff with. And we had like the most amazing twenty four hours of just deep conversations uh, about life, about theories, about ideas. And so that kind of conversation with a friend, where you don't want to stop talking, and you guys are just trying to like figure out the universe together, <laughs> which are my favorite kind of conversations. That will definitely be present in the energy this weekend. Now Mercury enters Gemini, but it's going to be a really quick. Ge- like we've had Mercury in Taurus for like two months now and it slowed down we had Taurus retrograde I think it maybe was a little bit over two months I gotta check and so Mercury's a fast-moving planet it likes to be on to the next to the next and it's been slowed down in the earth sign Tauruses are very slow as well and then it goes into Mercury one of its home domiciles and then it's speeding by so it's going to be a very quick transit uh fat like a like a damage-free tornado <laughs> if there there is none of that but you get what i'm trying to say because there won't mercury won't be bringing any damage but it's going to be coming in making lots of shifts uh and ideas like a tornado but just just the the fastness of a tornado so right at the beginning though it shrines pluto now around the same time though pluto will be moving it back into capricorn but it's still that trine energy it's literally going to be right on um right there on the cusp of it so we're still feeling that so a quick but it's going to be kind of quickly felt when we feel and just like a quick glimpse into our power into our mindset and and what having a powerful mindset can do for you i think while mercury was retrograding we we aligned our mind body and soul a little bit we slowed down our mind to really see the shifts that we need to make or where do we need to make more power and where do we need to take more power and and so now we're going to have that quick glimpse into that power uh, and we're going to use our powerful mindset and we're going to, you know, whether it's through an action or through a word, it's going to feel just like a good positive power with that trine. So I'm excited about that. And then, like I said, it's going to be a quick transit. June 11th, it enters next week and then it's gone by June 26th. So in and it's out, just like the Mercury way, <laughs> just like the, especially Gemini too, just in the Gemini way, just quick, quick, quick. See ya. I'm gone. And now that's back in his home domicile, the things that Mercury rules, communication, thinking, the mind, travel, tech, and just our daily movements are all going to be acting accordingly. They're not going to be so wonky. Uh, Mercury will square Saturn next week. That will bring a little bit of some stuff, (laughs) but it won't be major at all. It'll be quick. It won't be something that's too, too big. And again, this is a quick time filled with lots of chatter, communication, quick thinking, higher mental interests. And our communication, our mind will be much clearer. It'll be reactive in a good way. And it will be just like thinking. You'll be on point with your mind, if you know what I mean. Like on point, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. June is so much of a better month. Uh, than March, April, May. <laughs> I think, remember, if you remember at the beginning of the year, I said March, April, May, in my opinion, will be the hardest of the entire year. I think, you know, there'll be some shit in fall. I've been saying shit a lot. I'm surprised I don't have my kid here yelling at me for, he, you know, he always, when he listens, he yells at me if I swear too much on this show. But um, it will be a little bit harder in the fall, some things. Obviously, there's eclipse season and stuff, but I really don't think it's going to be nearly, for most of us, as tough uh, 
and deeply felt as March, April, and May were. They were they were pretty hard. So I, I'm excited about this summer. I think it's going to be fast, lighthearted. Uh, you know, well, there's going to be some stuff with Venus and Leo, but overall, I think it's going to be smooth transit. So I hope everyone has a fabulous week. I love you all. Thank you guys for tuning in, being so awesome, and I hope everyone has a good week. I love you guys. Goodbye. <laughs>